Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Today we're going to be talking about a grievance that I've had with uh, J. Scott Campbell for a very long time that has yet to be resolved. Uh, and uh, I just have to, I have to put it out there for my own uh, mental health, Jim. But first, <laughs> Cartoonist Kayfabe comic book Christmas in July is going to be the last Saturday in July. We are going to the little pop-up libraries uh, that are in our neighborhoods. We're stuffing those libraries full of comic books, uh, some of our own comp copies, many of our doubles, and I see that people have already been doing that, sending us photos, and if you are participating, make sure you tag us, cartoonist.kfabe, uh, on Instagram and elsewhere, so that we can uh, see what you're doing there, but the idea is to spread the word about comics, man, and, and, sh and share the wealth. Also, if you like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel that's going to mitigate the kayfabe effect, which is what happens when put a video out there early in the morning, by early afternoon, midday. The stuff we talk about is prohibitively expensive on that aftermarket. Uh, so the people who get in the earliest get first dibs on the things that we're talking about. And if you watch these videos to the very end, that helps boost our videos to, uh, to comic book loving YouTube viewers who have yet to see our, our work. Uh, and we are uh, in need of growing the subscriber base to keep these daily videos going. Without further ado, Jimmy, let's talk J. Scott Campbell a little bit. And perhaps, uh, you know, the very first time he was on many of our radars, man. Of course, it wasn't uh, Gen 13. has very much to do with uh, Nintendo Power. And just showing this cover is going to trigger a lot of guys in our uh, exact demographic because they were there the same way that I was, man. For about a year, I feel like, uh, Nintendo Power had this long-standing contest that even had I like some sort of brackets you know there's there's different places that were held uh, it I feel like even a tournament um, at the very end the idea was to uh, to make make your own video game design your own video game share it with Nintendo and the guy who does the most impressive one is uh, is, is the winner right it's a brilliant contest and it's perfect for creatives and I feel like the people who are the most creative are the ones who are into these magazines, right? That are reading all this backstory and trying to understand the, the mechanics of the games to begin with. So pretty smart. Feels like uh, Presage's wizard a little bit in the uh, get the fans involved in some of these contests. So ask not what Cartoonist Kayfabe can do for you. Ask what you can do for Cartoonist Kayfabe. And I got to give shouts to Chris Santiago who hit me up and was like, I got to issue a Nintendo Power coming your way next time you and Tom work are co-hosting together or whatever. So we'll, we'll dig deeper into this one uh, when when you're on your next travel or whatever, when, <laughs> and, and Tom's over here in co-host mode. But of course, you could see that this is the one that has the uh, the Ninja Turtles NES game. Were you ever, uh, did you have this stuff, man? Were you into it? Not the, really. This this Turtles game was uh, something that was talked about super early, took forever to see the light of day, and there were many phone calls to the local Babbages to try to figure out when the heck this was coming out. That's hilarious. But this is the page that matters right here, man. The ultimate video game lock arm where you get to look at maybe a dozen different drawings from young Jeffrey Scott Campbell, age 15, from Aurora, Colorado. Is that where the guys from Wayne's World are from, by the way? Get to see a little picture of them here? I think so. Uh, it looks real impressive. It's such a small picture, it's a shame because it looks like it's like a hardbound, wow, like yeah. dust jacketed book 
that he created to present to them. He really looks like he was probably like in prep school or something. Look at that <laughs> mullet. Not far from an Alfred E. Newman like disposition. Looks a lot like Alfred E. Newman in that tiny little picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, because the dots that that make the magenta for for that CMYK, rosy cheeks. Very happy in that in that picture. And and who knows about the prep school thing? Maybe just dressed up for uh, presentation purposes. Yeah, uh, took well-deserved first place at the finals in Washington, D.C., so they they must have flown some dudes out there. That's interesting, to, too. To present the stuff. I don't know. They, they don't go too deep, and unfortunately, they don't show all the stuff. But he even uh, sort of broke down like what the buttons on the control do and the different combinations to, to get certain actions uh, to take place. Uh, there are many different levels, and you see the the villains and the bosses of each level and we're only getting a small piece here but word on the street I, I posted this image a while back and people were talking about it like just man I want to see the rest of it and he, and Campbell pot, like chimed in and said that he has some art book some monograph probably you know some vanity press self-published thing I think that uh, that contains the complete lock arm presentation and I need to know what that is and get my hands on that thing because this is pretty inviting looking stuff the the work is all there dude he's 15 years old pretty good at drapery you see the art Adams influence in there to be sure yeah it makes complete sense that this dude goes on to have a career in image comics and that era of comics when you look at this stuff because like you say the art adams is there but it looks right in line even stylistically it, like it's j scott campbell style like you can see so much of his style yeah the faces the nose the expressions the figures musculature a lot of it's already there i love these stage pages that they include because it feels like this could be your comic blueprint too. Yeah. The desert setting and the boss that's there, the city setting, it's really smart, like uh, advanced from a narrative standpoint. For yeah. a 15 year old to think that way, it's pretty interesting. And it makes me wonder like, were video games what informed a lot of his storytelling, fundamental storytelling ideas? Yeah, man, it makes perfect sense. You know, 15 years old at this time, this is the heyday of Nintendo. This issue comes out in 1989. So he was a perfect age to get that NES when it sort of first hit the streets and everything and uh this is something that i and a lot of my classmates who had any kind of drawing proficiency participated kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that ed piscor and i make red room trigger warnings the second season of red room all self-contained stories issues one to four now available in comic shops everywhere Red Room, the anti-social network, the trade paperback collection of the first season of Red Room, now available in comic shops everywhere, minus 28 countries where it's banned in 10 comic shops, but you can still request it there. And coming in September, the collection, the trade paperback of Red Room Trigger Warnings will be in stores in September. You can pre-order that now at your local comic shop or online wherever you buy your books. Hulk Grand Design Monster and Hulk Grand Design Madness in comic shops everywhere. The 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk. I am writing, drawing, lettering, coloring the Grand Design treatment, retelling that 60-year history. And you can now pre-order the Hulk Grand Design oversized treasury collection. Uh, about 40 extra pages in that. It'll be in stores before Christmas, but you can pre-order it now in your comic shops or in your bookstores wherever you're, you buy comics. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. Heading to San Diego Comic-Con, 
Get ready to see Scott Snyder himself by brushing up on your favorite Snyder comics with Comixology Unlimited. With Comixology Unlimited, you get unlimited access to an unrivaled library of over 40,000 digital comics, graphic novels, and manga titles, featuring content from over 125 publishers and thousands of independent creators from around the world, including exclusive titles from Scott Snyder. And if that's not enough, you can also save up to 15% when buying select new and current comics. Try Comixology Unlimited today with a free 30-day trial. For details, visit comixology.com unlimited. Uh, there's like one legendary tub of artwork that I no longer have that, that is like a, a whole entire period of time from like age 8 to about 12 or something. And it, it contained my complete submission, which was just fucking wannabe Mega Man. Yes. You know, it was like the Mega Man villains, they would be named like Air Man, Cut Man, Bubble Man, Metal Man. And so like my stuff was just... A different type of man that they didn't use yet. <laughs> Rat man. You know, trap man. Again, it feels like you could port that right over to the comics. <laughs> the man motif not limited to Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Man. Certainly some history of it. Were you making things like this kind of detailed? Like, here's the level and there are different settings and Ni notes and stuff on the paper? 1989, I'm about seven. Oh, man. So, so I'm pretty, pretty young and it was just... Uh, it was just, you know, drawings on the page. But it made me also think about, um, my mom was very generous with, I don't even know what you would call it, but when, like, I would send, uh, my first rejection letters, like, or were from Hasbro as a little kid, like, creating my own G.I. Joes. And actually, like, my mom, like, really did send it off to, you know, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And we got stuff back and she and she did that for me you know what i mean like i want to invent gi joes and you know she helped me like figure this part out send it out get your little rejection or whatever you think that's in that missing tub of artwork the rejection the, rege the hasbro rejection letters jimmy i was a sore loser uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a todd mcfarland type you weren't pinning those up in your seven-year-old bedroom wall for inspiration fully for devastation <laughs> fully devastated ben and I don't, I can't, I don't even want to tell you about when I got second place in some Halloween costume contests. <laughs> so you were, you were immature at that seven years old submitting your toy designs. Yes, very much so. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, it's, it's funny that this kind of a contest and concept wouldn't have been adopted by some company. Even if the game never actually got made, you'd think they'd be like, yeah, the winner gets some sort of development something. Because you assume, like you say, lots of people sent stuff in, and I bet it wasn't limited to kids, you know. I bet there were adults and, and, and young adults that were sending in their stuff that was pretty developed. Yeah. Um, it seems like it would have been an opportunity for, for some PR, if nothing else, on the part of one of these companies. What's funny is, at this point, I don't even know what the hell he wins, and they don't, they don't explain what he, what he wins either, uh, but there is this last little piece in his proposal, Scott... Uh, specified characters, stages of the game, controller actions, and of course the exciting story. Although there are no plans to make Lock Armington an actual video game for the NES, Scott's great imagination and superb artwork uh, rank him with the best efforts of professional designers. And who knows, at 15 years old, Scott may become just that. And I guess he has, right? Doesn't he do video game work, or he has done video game work? Yeah, I, I, I don't know that. I know that there was a Danger Girl video game, for sure. And certainly Wildstorm had some foothold in that space, 
when he was when he was around there. Yeah, you would always hear those stories about how well the video game adaptations actually did in comics, that it would throw off the regular diamond numbers. <laughs> and oh, so they shit. wouldn't include them at the end of the years with like the top selling games. That's funny, man. <laughs> or the top selling comics, I, I mean. Just a, just another version of like how there can be no longer be a New York Times best seller list for graphic novels because it will just be the Reina yeah, and Yeah, there's some some skewing going on in, in, in those directions. Show. Uh, I wonder if he ever considered making this into a comic whenever he got into like cliffhanger stage or any post gen 13 time period probably at that point he was hot enough he could have made his own comics if he wanted to absolutely like but, in, instead of uh, danger girl he could have done this and who knows maybe with this video might <laughs> might, might, put, might put that battery in his back i'd like Come to see this to guy in action. scott <laughs> <laughs> anyhow man gotta give shouts to uh, chris santiago for throwing this this thing our way uh it was a very triggering issue to receive <laughs> is this one is this one of the issues that you threw out ed <laughs> upon not winning this contest as a young man <laughs> jimmy it was a great heartbreak i'm telling you uh not just for me but for like everybody in my grade and i'm sure there's lots of people we're going to get some comments i bet that's uh, fun from people who who submitted their thing because this was this was a promotion that lasted for some for quite some time i i think it might have been six months to a year and once again, I forget what the hell the winner got, man, but somebody put that in, in the comments. It's kind of silly that they wouldn't mention because this, the buildup was huge. Yeah, in hindsight, though, what the winner gets is this. The, the, the fame for uh, you know being put on the page, put in print, having a couple of your designs shown, like... That's huge stuff. That that is no joke. You know, like at the end of this, there's there's like the uh, high score part, and you will see like maybe even in this one, it, it might be late enough where. Um, Steve Wozniak had the the highest uh, Tetris score, and to the point where he started to submit his name backwards <laughs> to just try to like have variety. But uh, yeah, man, you get mad props on the schoolyard. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have friends in school that were also into this contest? Like anybody else? Yeah, you yeah, knew yeah that yes. did it? Yeah, two guys. That's pretty cool. Two guys. I I mean, they must have gotten hundred thousand submissions, man. Yeah. Ten ten thousand submissions, I bet you. Uh, because it was something like, you know, you prepare, you were able to prepare for a long time for this thing. Man, it makes me wonder, like, even the circulation for this magazine, like, at its peak, this would have been such a successful magazine. Yo, totally. Like, like uh, to, to just give you some idea, um, they were giving this game uh, Dragon Warrior away to subscribers. And it increased the unit sales, or the units moved of that game by 500,000. So just with that one initiative wow, of getting subscriptions, new subscribers, like at that time. So that, that gives you some idea, you know, there, there, there might be a couple million of these issues out there, man. Though they are kind of expensive, if that's the case. You mean back issues? Back issues, yeah, 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 about 10 bucks a piece. That makes sense, because they're not collectors. These are the things where the kids get them, and then you just read them to pieces. Totally. You know, like, like there's a list of comics and magazines that I feel do that. They get outside of the collector market, and then it's like, good luck finding them now, because they were well used. Yes, for sure. Anyhow, J. Scott Campbell will never forgive you for this. <laughs> But congratulations, and uh, if, maybe that's the prize. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> and if there is any sort of uh, way to check out the rest of this uh, lock arm presentation, I want to see it. You know, this is not quite enough. I'd love to see the artwork even bigger, where you Definitely. get where you get to see the the sort of marker strokes and all that. 
And without further ado, man, you good to go, Jimmy? I am. All right, kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Cartoonist, kayfabe, comic book, Christmas in July, last Saturday of July, where we are going to the free little lending libraries that popped up in our in our neighborhood. We're going to be dropping our comp copies of uh, our own comics. We're going to be putting our doubles into those libraries, and we encourage you guys to do the same uh, in the spirit of increasing comic book readership. Jimmy, what do we have out there? Hulk Grand Design Monster and Madness are in stores now. That is my Grand Design treatment of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk. I'm right drawing, coloring, lettering, all of that stuff and retelling that entire history so it's a perfect jump on point for new fans or longtime fans. And also you can now pre-order the Hulk Grand Design Treasury Edition. That is the collected version of the comic, oversized and glorious like the uh, X-Men and Fantastic Four Grand Design Treasuries. A lot of extras in there. I'm super pumped because I just sent it to Marvel this week, the actual print file. So that'll be out before Christmas, but you can pre-order that now wherever you buy books. And you can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see a lot more of my art, download out of print zines and mini comics, and uh, basically just support my art habits. So thank you for that. Red Room Trigger Warnings Trade Paperback coming out in stores in September. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. I appreciate you guys supporting the Red Room uh, Anti-Social Network Trade Paperback in 2021, but it's new, new Year Upon Us, man, and a new Trade Paperback is coming out. My 10th solo book, Jimmy, so it's a big deal to me. Uh, best artwork I've produced uh, ever at this point, man. Uh, you can read these comics on my Patreon right now for the price of three bucks. You get the complete archive over there. And if you see an issue, scoop it up because every issue is completely self-contained. So you'll get a complete story in each ish. Hit up my link tree to order and pre-order to get to the Patreon. Jimmy, what else do we have out there, man? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find t-shirts and merchandise at the links under this video, including our brand new cartoonist kayfabe bag uh this is perfect for the wrestling and comics fans out there i'm super excited to actually add a fanny pack with uh with cartoonist kayfabe on it we've been talking about it and heard from fans about it it's finally available so you can get to that from the links below this video as well to the pros out there man it's a great way to make change at the cons <laughs> that's dude. right that's just exactly just right. like Ra randy the ram <laughs> you carry your passport in there i think uh, wrestlers used to do all kinds of uh good utility there for sure man it's a great great way to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel given those marching orders jimmy we'll be on our way make more comics